With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hold on. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to our show, our call. This Today is Thursday, July 19th, 2018. And this will be our last recorded call on these on this old talk shoe system, which I actually really like. Um, talk shoe is changing things over. They changed over a new number today. I'm not quite sure how it works, but um, there'll be the new system starting next week. On Monday, they'll change everything over, so I have no idea how to do all that. We just tried it and failed miserably, but we're all here now. So uh, we're here tonight with Carrie, and I want to put a call out. If Dave, are you on the call? You called me a few minutes before we started. Dave. Some, I had some of the guys didn't know the number to go back to the old number, so just so you know. Well, okay. Well, we're getting yeah, a pretty good number. We're getting a pretty good crowd anyway. Yeah, this is um, the old number. Let me see if I can. Uh, I hate doing this now that we started, but I, I'll, I'll, I'll humor them. Well, I might miss something. Let me let me no, get this. No, I won't. I won't. That won't. Okay, be hold on. Done. I got to make a three-way call. So hold on. All right. Hey, Terry. Yes. Yes. Hey, uh, this is Travis. Yes. Yeah. Um. Hey, I went to the bank the other day. Yeah. And uh, I cashed a check. Right. And I asked the young teller to give me back. The money in U.S. currency. Yeah. Can you, can you guess what he gave me? Federal Reserve notes. Okay. I did. Okay. Or he did. Okay, you guys. I have Dave here, and Dave has a success story to share with us. And I want Dave to tell tell everybody what happened. <laughs> okay, I've been doing. Uh, Carries and uh, Chad's program, and I, I got the one letter from the thing demanding money, a uh, court order. But then I got a, a message from the attorney to uh, give her a call. So I called her up, and she started flying me with questions. And I said, I don't know. All I know is, I never received a notice of determination and a notice of deficiency for years, 1996 to 2017. Well, why are you doing all this? I don't know. All I know is I didn't receive the notice of determination, and then she tried one more time, and I went through the spiel again and then said, just deal with it, and hung up on her because she wanted to talk. 
All right. See, and what, that's, that's the answer. And I, and I haven't gotten any, I haven't noticed any action on the uh, court docket web page, and they still have that, I don't know, like judge's order to pay the 60 bucks, or they'll dismiss it for lack of jurisdiction, but not the, not the one we want. <laughs> so I'm going to wait. If, if I don't hear anything within the next five days, then I'll send in that letter about uh, not needing to pay. All right. right. So, Gary, right. you got any questions for him? Uh, no, I I agree with what you did. You told him that's the only answer you can give him. Good job. That's all I can say. I just played the parrot. No matter what you right. tell me, I'm just going to tell you I didn't receive it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, I had a call this week from a guy, and he said he got four letters from the IRS. He was afraid to open them, so he didn't open them until the next day. When he opened up the first one, it says uh, uh, sort of, uh, a, a certified um, notice of federal tax uh, lien release. A release of federal tax liens. That's how it was. So he opened up the second one. It was a certified copy of a release of lien. So I thought, well, this is interesting. So he opened up the third one. It was also a release of federal tax lien. He said, what What are the odds of getting four of them? So he cut to open the fourth one, and it was also a certified copy of a federal tax lien. Wow. Now, did well, he receive the judgment from the tax court or not? Yes, that's what he opened. Yes, that's what it was. It was the court, it was a court order. So he went back and we and we went back to the court and got the order that the attorney wrote and we just haven't gotten it yet. But they actually right. said this is a sort of, you know, certified release. No, no. What what he did was yes. Okay, the bottom line is he got a 668Z is what he got. That's a that's a certified release of lien. So all right, so Dave, did you have anything else you wanted to share with us? No, that'll do it for now. Just okay. wait to see what's going to happen. Well, we're on the old call number if you want to join us, and this will be the last time we use the old call number. Okay, I don't have the number, and I can't write anything right now. Driving, All right, so. well, thank Thanks you for, for joining calling, us. Because I couldn't get through. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Well, there you go. There's somebody that actually followed in directions, and look what happened. <laughs> All right, so I want to continue our discussion about people getting the order to pay and their cases getting shut down. Do you have anything new that you want to say about that or things well, well, people I'll keep in mind? Say, uh, this is what they did. They, they, some of them are getting them, but then some are they're saying that, that uh, I just drew a blank. Anyway, the Supreme Court case, that tells you you don't have to pay. They came back and gave us three uh, uh, appellate court rulings that says you have to pay. So now we went back and said, well, the appellate court is a lower court than the Supreme Court, so the Supreme Court trumps your appellate court. So that's how we're having to handle it. We're having to do one extra step. It's just because they, they, we've really, we're really starting to put in, uh, a mark on it now. 
and so we're we're getting release of liens. And the guy, one guy that I did, who got all of his stuff released, he got a call today, and they're um, at, uh, trying to put his he's they're trying to put his liens back on. But we, so we we returned all everything again that they they said they did it. They just don't know what to do. I mean, they're they're they just don't know what to do because um, what's happening is it's falling apart on them. We've got so many people that are doing the right thing now, saying the right things, that they don't know what to do because what they're doing, everything that they have is built on fraud. And so fraud, <laughs> and so fraud is you, you don't have it, you don't have to you, if somebody fraudulently gives you a, a, a bill, you're not liable for it. So. Wow. So. Anyways, does anybody have a question? If you do, if you got any questions, hit star eight, please. And we'll call on you. Woo wee. People are lining up. Okay, Orange County, go ahead. Orange County, you just, yeah, you okay. just unmuted. Yeah. Go ahead. Hi, Ted. Hi, Carrie. Yeah, I just uh, just got my um uh I'm sending my petition in the uh order. Uh the court's sixty dollar filing fee for this case has not been paid accordingly. It's ordered. You have till September fourth. Uh petition petitioner shall pay the court filing fee of sixty or this case is dismissed. Waiver of the filing fee, of course, requires an affidavit or declaration containing specific financial information regarding inability to make such payment. Blah, blah, blah. What is uh, the next step to keep this from going back and forth? Do you have a strong response document that all that can be covered? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> we lost Carrie. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, maybe his phone died. Uh-oh. Yeah, a lot of people are getting real excited about this process, Chad. Well, okay, t- there you are. Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just dropped me off. Hit star 8 on your phone, please. There we go. Okay. Okay, Orange County, so Orange repeat County your was asking me a question. Yes. Yeah. Repeat your question, please. Okay, I'll try to uh, make it shorter. Uh, received the order back. The court $60 filing fee for the case has not been paid. You have so many days to pay it. You waiver the filing fee requires an affidavit of declaration containing specific financial information regarding inability to make such payments. Uh, the court will consider whether to waive the filing fee upon receipt of such information from petitioners. Failure to pay the court 60 filing fee or submit an application for a waiver of filing before September 4th may result in dismissal. What is the next step? Uh, and with the information you just brought up, you have a letter that will just mail it home so there's no back and forth on this? Okay. On Tad's uh, website, we have a, a Supreme Court case that we have there that you send them in. Okay. 
uh, you have the right, or is that right there, Tad? Yeah. You have the right dot com. You have the right dot com, and it's it's on his website. Uh, so no filing fee required. I see it. Quote from the U.S. Supreme Court stating filing fees are not required. There you go. That's the document. Yes, so ma'am. Is that called an amended petition when you send it back, or just an answer or response? What do you, you call you, it? A response. You could just do it as a response. Okay. All right. The other thing that really shocked me, and I think you addressed this before, is that uh, when I sent the petition in, my name was in all caps. When it came back, it's an upper lower. No big deal on that or what? Okay. It's not about you, so that makes no difference. <laughs> okay. I just thought they were trying to pull something. Thought I'd ask. So let me ask you a question, okay, if you don't mind. Sure. If the IRS sends you a check for $100 million, and it's in all caps. What are you going to do with it? <laughs> okay, you, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If they send you one for a hundred million and it's an upper lower case, what are you going to do with it? Same thing. <laughs> See? The question. Well, the point is, I have never had anything in any court, never been in tax court before, that did not do the all caps thing. I understand. Don't worry about it. it it's it's not about you. It's about them. That just tells right. you that proves that proves what they're doing is wrong. I wonder if they're doing it to try to protect themselves or something. I don't know. I don't I know. Just thought, I thought it was going to switch jurisdictions, so I was concerned. It's interesting. It's interesting, but let's not focus on you and let's kind of just look look to the side. I mean, and don't worry about it. Let's just get your your paperwork back and get your liens lifted and get what we're We'll worry about that later. Fair enough. Thank you much. Oh, no, thank you. Okay, Massachusetts. No, 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 no. California, you're next. You are unmuted. Cindy. You. Hold on. Cindy, hurry up, Cindy. Here she comes. She wasn't sure she even got it. So my question is this. uh, We have gone back and forth with these people, and we were one of the early on who got our uh, documents from the court without paying the filing fee and all that. Um, so we just did went to the appeal. Is that what it was called, Ron? The appeal court. Where we, they, they said, if you want to get this lien released, then you have to appeal it. Um, so fax us the documents. And that was after twice trying to demand that they just release the lien, and they would not. So I just want to be sure I didn't, make any errors. We basically sent all our documents with the appeal form, and uh, so now we're sitting here waiting. Okay. okay. Um, um, it should it should, it should it work should because work. that's proper. But, but also send it to the TIGA, also send it to the uh, commissioner and remind the commissioner what Hold it. Hold it. Are you guys on a speakerphone? Yeah. Take it off speaker while speakers we're getting an echo. There. Can you hear me? Yes. Start over, Carrie. Okay. Send it to not just them. Send it to that tech. Uh, uh, I don't remember. I should have looked it up. But TIGA, uh, it's it's the goal between between us and them. Send them your paperwork. Send it to the commissioner with a cover letter reminding him this is what you this is what you admitted to, and then send okay. it to the attorneys because they're the, the ones that gave it to you. 
the commissioner of the IRS and then the attorney and the attorney that we spoke to. And then I don't know who that first person you're referring to. Does anybody else know who he's referring to? Somebody can help me with that. It's TIGA. It's Treasury. TIGTA. Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. There it is. Right. There it is. It's TIGTA. And you you send it to them because they're they're supposed to be the go-between. If you have any real problems, they're supposed to be on your side. They're supposed to lean on your side. Send them the paper. Okay, so everybody said it over each other, and I'm going to try to write it down. So, Tad, can you tell me? Because I'm having a hard time hearing Carrie. Treasury. T-I-T-T-A. Now, I didn't hear again. I'm sorry. Hold it. Hold it. Just Treasury Inspector General. Okay. For Tax Administration. For Tax Administration. Okay. There we go. For short. Thank you. I just couldn't hear there were too many people talking. Thank you. And I'm having a hard time. um, Maybe it's because of our speaker, but anybody else having a hard time hearing Carrie? Because I hear you, Tad, real loud and clear. I don't have any problem hearing me. I don't have any problem. Okay. Okay, then. That was my question. All right, great. We'll do that. We'll send copies of um, what we sent. Um, to the appeal court. Is that what you're saying, Carrie? No, not you can, um, but we haven't had to go that far yet. Send it to that Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. Send it to them. Send it to the to the uh, commissioner with a cover letter. The commissioner admitted to the following, and then send yeah. it to the attorney that they send it to the attorney firm that get, that gave the motion to give you what you have. Tell them and then okay. tell them say, hey. Release the liens. Yeah, uh, and I understood. I understood who you said to send it to. But what right. I'm trying to get clarification of is it just those documents that we've been sending, you know, in all our mailings, which are all those. Yeah, that's all you need. You're okay. Gonna the, you're going to give them the five-page order, the one-page uh, court order, and then you're going to do your cover letter. Okay. Great. Thank you. You got it. Thank you for calling. The court order? I mean the one for the filing fee? No. If they didn't they didn't get the they said they didn't get one. They said they got theirs the um without that. They got theirs that they didn't receive an notice of deficiency or notice of determination. Okay. That's what they received. Okay, so Massachusetts, your turn. Hi Carrie. Hi Chad. Hi there. Kevin out in Massachusetts. Hey, Kevin. Um, how you doing? I just wanted to, uh, I guess, give you a quick update. In speaking in with speaking a friend of mine, friend of mine uh, uh, they, they – res- we got an go echo ahead. here? I, I muted him. Go ahead. They switched back over to speakerphone, but that's all right. I got him muted. Okay. So um, a friend of mine called and said that they did not pay the fee they did get the order to pay. However, they did not pay it, and they still got the uh, order to dismiss. They didn't dismiss because they didn't pay the fee. They did what was expected and gave them the dismissal on the case. Right. That happens a lot, but they realize now that we're getting into them pretty hard. So this that's the only thing they got to stop or slow this down. 
So that's right. What but a friend, the, the other friend, what he did was he sent the letter saying the Supreme Court decision. They sent back a letter saying it's obvious that you're not going to pay the fee, so we're going to dismiss your case. Right. Then he just needs to go back and say that he's um, he's being denied access to the court. Okay. Uh, they're telling you something. We just have to keep. It's unfortunate that the courts are like this, but but sometimes you have to ask more than once, and so just go back and say, "Hey, you're, you're de- you 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 just admitted that you're denying me from the uh, from the uh, access to the court." Okay, and have you had any time to redact? the attorney letter, the four or five page attorney letter so that we can get that oh, posted for people to see. Thanks for reminding me. I gotta get on that. Okay, he he just he said he'll get on that. Great. I think that would be a help for everybody. Yeah, we just got a fi- we just got a guy got uh four IRS letters uh Friday. And all Excellent. four of them all four of them were six sixty eight Z's which is a certified release of lien. Excellent. That's what I'm hoping for in my future. Thanks again, guys. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Thank you for uh, being here. You bet. Good night. All righty. So we now go to Georgia. I'm just unmuted. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, My quick question for you is, Gary, you indicated something. God bless this noise in here. You indicated something about uh, having to register the lien uh, or the, the the court decision, and it was no, it was ha- no, having the. It was, I said get a certified copy. No, no, no. You you said something last week about you were having the decision because they were indicating it was a foreign decision. You were domesticating the decision, and the, and the IRS was bending over. So I mean, is is that process? You said that process was coming. I mean, is that well, is that going to be part of this, or we're 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 filing it in the United States District Court as a foreign uh, a foreign judgment, but we haven't gotten back anything out of yet. Okay, that that was my question. That was my only yeah. question. Thank you. We're, we're moving forward. You know, I don't stand still very long. I keep moving forward. So I'm trying. You know, if it sounds ridiculous, I probably do it. All right, thank you. Okay, Oklahoma, you're next. If you guys have any questions, hit star eight on your phone. Go ahead, Oklahoma. Uh, hey, Ted. Hey, Kerry. Uh, I got a friend that got back an order that said that by the uh, by a motion by the court's own motion. The case is being dismissed for lack of jurisdiction, and, and it didn't have the uh, the admittance uh, admission that uh, he didn't get uh, notices. And I was just wondering if the court is uh, <clears throat> uh, approving a motion that it submitted 
that it doesn't have jurisdiction, isn't it saying yes? we're proceeding without jurisdiction? Yes. So they're saying okay. they don't have jurisdiction, so you're going to use what you have. So <clears throat> go to the county and say, hey, the court don't have jurisdiction. How, what do you have? So now you, you just have to reword what you say. Instead of going to the to the uh, county saying, hey, they they didn't give me notice of deficiency, just go there and say, hey, the court don't have jurisdiction. Since they didn't have jurisdiction, how did you put the lien on me? Show it to okay. me. See. see, in other words, it, it's the same thing. We just change your wor- your words a little bit now. So okay. if they don't have jurisdiction, think about this. If they don't have jurisdiction, how are they going to put a lien on you? Well, right. See? Okay. So not very good. So just use it that way. Okay. Thank you. You know it. Thank you for being here. Okay. Everybody else have any questions? Hit star eight, please. On your phone, hit star eight if you have any questions. Nobody has any questions. Um. So. What you're all right. So what you told uh, these folks before about Tigda—that's if you go to the Court of Appeals if you're denied. No, it's different. The, the Court of Appeals is something totally different. Okay. They, well, I, I've never gone to the Court of Appeals with this. I've been to the Court of Appeals many times, but that Tigda—I find that they're—they're—they're they're, they're supposed to be. If if it if they're on the fence, they're supposed to lean in your direction. That's what they they tell you. They're not always doing that. But you're giving take the, a question. Hey, you're putting a lien. They're going to take my check. Stop the lien until they come back to prove jurisdiction. So what I'm trying to do is I'll write them a letter, a cover letter, saying, dear take the, uh, or to whom it may concern. Um, I, um, I want to thank you in advance for doing what's right. Um, the, the IRS and the commissioner has admitted the following. No no jurisdiction. So how did they how did they put a lien on me? I want you to, to, to have it released until they prove it. You're not telling them that, you know, and then they are reaching out because uh you know, and then you tell them in there, if if you don't do it I'm damaged, you can stop it and if because obviously they can do it at any time if they prove jurisdiction, then 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 take it. See, uh, I, I don't argue with them anymore. Just agree with them. If they don't have jurisdiction, what gives them the right to lean you? So I'm being lean, so you should stop it until they prove it. Just because they are who they say they are doesn't just give them the right. See. Okay. Does that make sense? Huh, okay, so this is something new. No, it's what I said before. Uh, we're writing letters, and then I would send a letter to the commissioner saying, Dear Commissioner, you admitted to the following, and then tell them what they admitted to. You get it off of your letter. Then send it to the IRS's uh, lead counsel. Lead counsel, this is what you admitted to. Why are they leaning me? they got a lean on me. They're trying to put a lean on me. Um, I want it stopped until they prove jurisdiction. See, without jurisdiction, they have nothing. In other words, we're having to uh, go somewhere to have it stopped. 
Or, now, when you tell you know, them that, when you say they don't have jurisdiction, are you telling TIGDA that they don't have the uh, notice of deficiency and all that? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes, because see, and and I don't just say it though. I say the commissioner has admitted it, the IRS's lead counsel has admitted it, and the tax court has admitted it. Okay. So, with with this kind of 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 issues, they need to release the lien until they prove jurisdiction, because they're in contempt of court. Okay. Or or uh, how this, do you want to work? This is that? after you get your order. Yes, after you get your order. Okay. Because you know, and if you don't get your order, but the but the IRS attorney says they don't have it, and you, and and they're they're getting ready to do it. Use that. That will work anyway. It's a five page document from the hey, hey the the IRS's attorney has admitted one, two, three, four, five. So because of that, you need to put a hold on this lien until they. Crap. We just lost him. Uh, all right. Well, we'll just hold on here for just a minute. Let's see if he gets back in touch with us. Uh, hopefully, he'll figure it out real soon. Okay, I'm th- I'm just gonna three way you in. That'll be fine. Okay, so does anybody remember what the last thing he said was? I remember. Well, before you dropped off. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so you noticed you dropped off right away then. Yeah, it clicked in my ear. It okay. in my ear. Okay, sorry. So go ahead and continue. That's okay. So so use what you have. Because Tigda can pick up the phone and stop it right then. So we that's our most important thing. Then you'll get your, you know, and they'll stop it. Not every time, but in, in, in most times they'll stop the lien that's coming or the lien that's there. Because if they don't have jurisdiction, you're being damaged more. Then you can, and then in the lawsuit that's going to come, they're going to have to be named because they knew it. They use what you have. You, normally, you'll get the court order from the. I mean, you'll get the uh, order from the attorney before you get your court order. Highlight in there where it says you didn't receive or whatever. Highlight it, and in the cover letter, put in there, um, um, dear whom it, whom it may concern. Uh, see the highlighted. Uh, order from the attorneys to the court they don't have jurisdiction because one two three four and if you don't help me release it you will be in contempt of court that's all true and then then say uh, a highlighted document enclosed for your convenience see and then i thank you in advance for your um doing doing what you're supposed to do or, or however you want to word it because they're there to protect us from this very thing. Because the IRS says, well, you owe money. They pick up the phone and say, hey, seize this check, and they do it right then. 
we're in the middle of something now where we're telling the county to release it. They said, we can't till the IRS tells us to. So we gave them the court order. We gave them the five pages. Now, here's what we got. Show me the order that you got from the IRS. The lady behind the counter says, we don't have to show that to you. Oh, so we wrote her name down. What are you doing? Well, we're suing, and we're we're going to add you to the lawsuit. <laughs> so, so, so the county the county attorney comes out and says, "What's going on?" I said, "Well, here we have a court order right here that says the IRS didn't have jurisdiction, and you won't show me your your order that you have to put the lien on it." He said, "Well, we don't have to show it. No problem. If you're that stupid, you know I didn't use that word, but but we wrote his name. What are you doing? Well, we're going to sue you personally." Because you know better. You're an attorney. You're required to know the law. No, I don't know the federal law. Then stop the lien right now. Because if I'm wrong, you can put it back on at any time. But I'm showing you proof. You're now in contempt of court. A lot of times, most of the time, they pull it because they don't, they don't know what to do. They've never seen this argument before. See? And that's after you so, have a court order. And then well, if you get the if you get the order from the attorney, that tells you that they didn't have jurisdiction. See? They're telling you that. So take that in there. If you do, if you had the court order and that put them both in there. See? In the meantime, you're going to send your you a letter to whoever you can send it to. We've just we've got to get this stopped because because when they, when they took my wife's check, they said I owed we're, – we're a community property state. I owed $25,000 according to them. They took $300,000 out of my wife's check until I got this put together and I filed a suit against everybody. Then it finally stopped. But what gave them the ability to take the rest of the money? They took $25,000. Then they just kept going. When I sent a letter to her company, the company said, well, we can't release it until the IRS does. I said, show me what you got. We don't have to. Well, that tells me I have a court order and they got a phone call. See? So now they're vulnerable. In other words, if a person picks up the phone and says, seize the check, and they do it, what, what legal grounds does the company – well, we have to do that. They don't have legal grounds to do that. See? The bank did the same thing. They put, they put a lien on my on my checking account. So when I confronted the, the bank saying, okay, here's what I have. Show me what you have. Well, we can't show you. I don't care. You have deep pockets. I said, because now I have a court order. You're ta- you said you're going to take my money. They didn't take it. They did not take it. To this day, they still haven't taken it. And the reason they won't take it because... I showed them a court order. They didn't have anything but a phone call. Right. Okay. So we have the tools we need. We just need to use them. You know, sure. I don't know the answers anymore because we're doing the same thing we've always done. Now the IRS is coming back in one of the orders. I don't know if I told you this, but in one of the orders it says that we're dismissing your case because you did what Kerry said. He's on a phone call. And we got 64, he wrote, they put, uh, or 25, whatever it was. He, he listed all of the uh, docket numbers that were exactly the same. And he said in the order, 
uh, these people, they're all just exactly the same, and it's the same as yours. So we're drawing the conclusion that they listen to Carrie too. So now they're di- they're dismissing his because he listened to me. I don't even know the guy. See, they they don't know what to do because what they're doing, they're breaking the law. See, this is an argument that they don't they they don't know how to handle. See. <laughs> um, so what about before you get the court order? That you go to Tigda and say the I R, you know, absolutely. You say, hey, uh, they admitted that they, for number one, I did not receive a notice of this and that, and they yep. admitted that they did a substitute for return in their billing. Yep, and then send them that, the, and then send them that, and then send them the part in the substitute for return that says they can't do it for a ten forty. Put that in your letter. If you'll see, if you'll see the, their own internal revenue manual, it says they cannot do a substitute for return for the ten forty. So I don't know what you've got, but you're doing something that you don't, you're not supposed to do. Here's my proof. Show me your proof. In other words, let's put it on them. See, let's let's start putting it back on them. If you don't, re, if you do not, if you do not answer my, my question. And you have a right to know why they're taking your money. If you do not answer my question and return an answer, I will assume you're taking on all the responsibility. You're going to take the hit. See, and then and then give them give them ten days or give them fifteen days, and then go down and file a, a, a suit in the United States District Court. They don't have jurisdiction on the IRS, but they do on federal lawsuits. The United States Tax Court is a United States um, court, so they would have jurisdiction on the contempt of court. And then that would be your, your argument. Your argument would be, hey, they're leading me. They've admitted they don't have jurisdiction, and they're not um, um, releasing it, and TIG is not helping. And here's the person I talked to. In other words, what you want to do is throw as much water on the fire as you can. It probably won't put it out, not every time. But you're gonna now they got you got somebody who's gonna be held responsible. See now you can go and 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 uh, tell them in the lawsuit since they took it without jurisdiction, they owe me uh, two hundred and fifty thousand uh, because I've been damaged because I have a court order. They have nothing. See, and and now you have some tools that prove what you're saying. Okay, we got somebody that has their hand raised. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Hi, uh, this is Cindy again. My my question is about uh, when we mail these copies to the uh, TIGA or whatever you call them, Treasury Inspector General. is it okay that they're copies of certified copies? Of course. Okay, because, I just wanted to be sure. Because, yeah, because if they come back and say, well, we're not going to do it because you didn't send us a certified copy, say it's on its way. You didn't take one and send right. it. Because a certified copy is $5. A copyright right. copy is only $0.02, cents, of course. Right. Because okay, it's gonna, that's it might take you 30 letters. Five right, exactly. Copies. Right. So there you okay. go. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess 
I guess I wasn't sure why I went and bought the certified copies and just wanted to be sure that was only when they're asking for them and they're kind of holding me ransom for them. So that makes sense. And then the other question is about the enforcement time frame. So, you know, we're tired of play, playing ping pong with these people, okay. back and forth, back and forth. So you basically just said something about give them 10 or 15 days, and if they don't do what they're supposed to do, then file a lawsuit. There you go. See, now that they didn't do it, uh, send out a notice of the a notice of a lawsuit, you're in contempt of court. Do not mention taxes because, see, that's a different ballgame. They're going to say you don't have jurisdiction. You have a court order saying you're, you're in, you're, you didn't have jurisdiction. You're not doing what the court order says. You're in contempt of court. That's what we're doing. We're suing them for contempt of court in United States District Court. Then we're asking the United States District Court to give us the the, uh, the the ill-gotten gain that they got because they didn't have jurisdiction, and that is $250,000, 3000000 million, $300 million, whatever it is. We're putting it right out, right in the notice and sending it out to them, saying, you know, because we got to stop these people from doing what they're doing because they're right. destroying the country. They're destroying this country. They're taking How people's you- work. What's that? How do you come up with that uh, dollar amount uh, of okay. your damages? I mean, I, I personally would not be comfortable with $3 million just because it looks a little out there. Um, All right, here's my question to you. Do you have a lien on you right now? Yes. How much is it for? $40,000. There's $40,000 because they've already been paid. They've already monetized a notice of lien and called it a lien. See how much money yeah. have they taken out of your savings account, out of your in the um, last seventeen or eighteen or twenty years? How much have they yeah. taken from you in the last? I I don't know for sure, but I want to say it was maybe five or ten grand, which was several years ago. And so you know what I'm saying is okay, forty thousand plus five or ten grand. But uh, I would also want to include the amounts of money that I've spent them over the last twenty years. Because okay, I didn't, you there know. you go. What's that? What's that number? Give me a. Give me a rough. Just give me a. Okay, a, that might that think. might be that might be about two hundred and fifty or three hundred thousand. There you years. go. You're already up to four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are they All right. Say? What are they? Okay. How much did they take from you that they couldn't take? All of it. Okay? Yeah. They didn't have jurisdiction. So do they take it out of you? Do you have a job where they take your money out of your check each week? That's included. Everything's included. See? Yeah. And, and actually, yeah, actually the other problem was the credit issue. Um, so there, right. there, um, there were other damages, you know. We went to go. the state. See? Okay, I understand. I need a new roof on my house. The new roof is $60,000 or $6,000, whatever it is. I can't borrow money on my house because they have it lien. There's $6,000 worth of damage. I want to buy material for, for a job I'm doing. I got to buy $65,000. There's $65,000. My truck's got 400,000 miles on it. It's worn out. I need a new truck. That's $50,000. In other words, what is the damage? Okay. See, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay, I get it now. Okay, 
So yeah. you know, when I say that, you'll you know, give them a realistic number. Give them 300000 if that's realistic. Right. If it's not, give yeah, them 25000 Okay. So now I get it. Okay. I didn't know if you were just coming up with a number or what you, how you were reading. Now I understand. And then the other question is, um, on top of all this stuff, now they are constantly, it seems like, every six to eight weeks threatening to um, take a portion of my husband's Social Security check. And they're usually uh, based on different years, which are part of those years that uh, we have where they said there was no, you know, notice of deficiency. So the question is, and it's interesting because in their letter it says, do not contact the Social Security office. So uh, what's your take on that? I, okay. You don't feel good. Do not go see a doctor. <laughs> okay, see, tell me something. How do you spell liar? <laughs> L-I-A-R. No, ma'am, you're incorrect. I-R-S. Right. Okay, <laughs> they're telling you not to do it. They're liars. They're lying to you. See? Don't go to the Social Security Administration. So I went there. Guess what they told me? Well, we're just told to do it. When you said told, I gave you a court order. What did you have? We don't have anything. Ah, they're the first. They're the first ones I want on the stand. If I have to go to court, they're the first ones I want on the stand because here's a court order. Why did you deny it? Well, Billy Bob called me and said, "Oh, right. how do you know? How do you know he was Billy Bob? How do you know he worked for the IRS?" Well, he said so. Here's a court order. My court order trumps their phone call. So I'm this way. I'm not telling you to be this way. Okay? You tell me not to talk to your husband. Guess who I'm calling as soon as I hang up? Right, gotcha. Absolutely, I'm calling him. You know what I'm going to ask him? How come she don't want me to talk to you? Right. See? That's because you get the truth. Well, I get it. I'm digging it. I'm trying to get it. I don't know if I'm getting it or not. Don't call the out. Don't you dare call the Social Security. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to take them off my list. I'm going to send (laughs) them two letters. Me, I'm going to send them two letters. Right. Because I'm getting, see, that's where we're getting the truth from. See? They're right. telling us, well, so-and-so called me for this address. I looked that address up on the Internet and said it was a tire store. What? So we sent a letter to them. Guess who answered? The IRS. Huh. Why is it a tire store on the, in, in the, on the Internet? When I send it to there, they answered me with the IRS uh, heading on their, on their papers. See? Yeah. I got that. I got that from the Social Security Administration. Well, it's very similar to the banker issue when they took yes. the they drained the drained the checking and savings account. My husband went over and we knew her very well, the 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 VP, and said, "Listen, there was no due process. There was no court order. You can't just do that." And she said, "Well, we do it all the time. And if I would have known what we know now, that would have yep. been a different situation." Okay, here's my question. Was fraud involved? Yes. When does fraud um, expire? Never. You, you explain you that. Yeah, but there I would love go. to have, I mean, honestly, I would still, I, I don't know, I guess maybe we could we could still take a visit over there. We don't have a counselor anymore, but, but it's just, you know, to try to educate her 
and just say, listen, you know, we've known each other for 20 years, and here's the scoop on this deal. You can end up being named in lawsuits. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it that way. I wouldn't say you could be. You will be. Yeah. See, you will be. And here's what we're going to do. You took this much money. I'll give you 21 days to put the money back that you took wrongful. Don't care. If you don't, you will be named in the lawsuit. Okay. Period. See, I, I'm not, I'm pretty easy going, but I'm too old to start over. I can't go back where I was 30 and start over. Right. That. Okay. Since I can't do that, I have a short period of time. They took my retirement. They took my pension. Guess what? Someone's going to get in the ring, and we're going to bare knuckle it. Whoever's standing at the end of the bare knuckle contest, that's who's paying. Okay? Yes. But I'm going to, but I'm going to give them everything that I've got. They're in contempt of court. Well, guess what? If, if what I say is true, and I believe it is, the IRS is using counterfeit securities, and you're involved in it. It's, you know what I would do? I'd send a notice to the SEC and say, hey, um, I've got a guy that's using counterfeit securities, and they went to my bank and took my money on a counterfeit security. The bank was stupid enough to give it to them. What are we going to do about it? See? Yeah. What are they going to say? Counterfeit securities don't matter. Then let Bernie Madoff out. Let him out of the jail and give him his money back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Gotcha. So, do you know what a counterfeit security is worth? Uh, probably, probably big bucks. Nope, 25 to life. So that's how I talk. I've known you for for 20 years, ma'am, and I really don't want to do this, but but you can have, you and Bernie Madoff can be in the same cell, 25 to life. You took my money. You don't have anything. Show me what you have. We don't have anything. No problem. Write her name on my pad. Make sure I spelled your name correctly because when I send out my lawsuit, you will be named. Okay, and so uh, I don't have accounts here anymore. I would just basically say I'm expecting uh, Robobank to either mail me a check or wire me some funds to this account. There you go. Now let me ask you a question. You rob a bank and you feel guilty. Three days later, you take the money back. Did you rob the bank? Yes. No, you didn't. The money's back. No, you still robbed the bank. See? Well, yeah. hey, you don't have an account here no more. That's what you're telling me. They robbed the bank. They robbed you. Well, we don't have an account here no more. No problem. Then they didn't rob the bank. Yeah. See? Yeah, I see. I get it. It's time to clean up. It's time to clean it up. Right. See? What's happening is every time they give an order, they just do it. I don't remember, if you remember, in Vietnam when Lieutenant Callie was told to kill every living, breathing thing in the village, pour aviation fuel, light a match, and burn it. When it's done, we want a black wing. That's all we want. So he did it. The general that told him said, well, it was a bad, he misunderstood. So Lieutenant Callie got court-martialed. Why did he get court-martialed? That's what we're going to do to this bank. When we're done, yeah. a black wing on the ground. Why? Because they did it. They took a bad order, and they what? They they forced me to take my my life 
They took my life. And they said, well, I was told to do it. No problem. I told you not to. Well, you know, so in other words, a person on the other end of the phone that gave you nothing has more power than the court order. You need to go to jail, man. You need to go to jail. See? This is what you have. Once you get that in your hand, you have the kicking shoe on your foot. Now, what are you going to do with it? You're going to hang it in the closet or leave it in the garage? I don't know. Or you're going to put it out there the bank. There you go. So, Carrie, do you name yeah. the bank itself as well as the banker? Well, of course. The banker is going to say, the bank told me to do it. Thank you. Who's got more money, the bank or the bank, right. uh, bank employee? Right. Gotcha. Go. Okay. I want, you know what I do? When I sue, I don't want some guy who turns wrenches for $10 an hour who owes $40,000 uh, in credit card debts and, and uh $40,000 on a car and a $200,000 house. He ain't got nothing. See, they don't take $10,000 from people. They take $300,000, $400,000, a million, $2 million. I want somebody that can put that back. Believe me, a bank yes. can do that. So name yes. the bank. Whoever the bank is, that's who you name. Don't even worry about yes. it. Then you can say, and the employee so-and-so told me this. Okay. Let them get some yes. stuff. Okay. They're not Great. Here to say, I'm going to tell you something. They're not your friend. <laughs> okay. We got some people that have their hand raised. Thank you. Go ahead. Hi. Thank you. B V O S R. Go ahead. Your phone just unmuted. B V O S R B Bowser. <laughs> yeah, that's Brian Maple. Okay. But I'm actually in Bangkok right now. Oh, this is Brian who? In Bangkok, he said. I'm sorry, one more time? This is Brian. We talked about bonds, right? Florida. Right, okay. You still there? Yes, I've been trying to get a hold of you. Yeah, I just finally got my email to be able to get a hold of you, or my emails itself. The search around here is so terrible. For internet, no? Well, and after the call, you I have to give me a call because i got to update you. Yeah. Um, I, I have gotten two phone calls from IRS out of Miami, uh, but I just got those, I mean, uh, messages uh, yesterday. And I still have called them back. Should I call them back? I don't care. It's up to you. What are they, did they leave you a message? What did the message say? This is blah, 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 uh, the counsel uh, for IRS at Miami. Please call me back uh, concerning this court um, petition. You call them back and they're going to ask you, why did you do this? So let me just tell you, why did you do this? Well, I'm getting even. (laughs) No, absolutely not. You never received a notice of deficiency and you never received a notice of determination. Right. Well, who t- who told you right. to do it? That, that would help. Yeah, but yeah, who told you to do it? Go ahead. No, I'm asking you. If I'm the IRS and they say, well, who, who told, told you to do, do that? Yeah. I never received a notice of deficiency, and I never received uh, a notice of determination. 
When did you do it? I never received a notice of determination. I never received a notice of deficiency for years to, to whatever oh, you put down. Over and over and over. That's the only, wait a minute. That doesn't right, matter right. about anything else. That's the red herring. What they're going to do is they're going to try to get right. something they can get traction on. They can't get traction on that. So they're going to get something that you can – well, the reason, the reason I did it, my mother is taller than my dad. No problem. And they're going to come back and say, we're going to dismiss this case because his mother's taller than his dad. Now, you, you, you shot yourself in the foot, see? No matter what they ask you, I don't care what it is, you only have one answer. I never received a notice of deficiency. I never received a notice of determination for years 2000 to 2017. How can I help you? Well, uh, see, it doesn't matter what they say. That's your answer. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, Does that make sense? But I'm having breakfast in Bangkok right now. Okay. So after the call, give give me a call, would you, Brian? I'll, I'll try to do that, Ben. All right, thank you. Okay, North Georgia, go ahead. Okay, North Georgia, go ahead. All right, thank you very much. Hey, Carrie, this brought up a pretty valid question here. Um, how about the, um, you know, you keep talking about suing these people, uh, and a lot of them are working for the government. Why isn't they won't they won't try to pull, you know, sovereign immunity and say, hey, you know, sovereign immunity, you know, you can't sue us. Okay. Here's why. Okay. Let, let me ask you a question. I want you to think about it. Okay. You take your car to, to the Chevy dealer for a brake job. The guy puts the wrong brakes in it. The mechanic puts the wrong brakes in it. You put your foot on the brake and you hit the car in front of you. Who are you going to sue? The people that put the brakes on wrong. Okay. Now, the mechanic, they fired him. He's gone because you sued them, so he, they fired him. Sorry, guy. Uh, see ya. And they're going to walk away from the lawsuit. What are you going to do then? Uh, they're still, they're still, they're, they're, uh, they're no, still liable for it because no, they employed him. They're not liable. No, sir, they're not. You sued the mechanic. Oh, well, he's been fired. We don't know who he is. We don't know where right. he's at. We don't know where he went. You better start well, I, and find out where he went. Well, I would sue the county and the and the person. So I wouldn't just. I wouldn't have joined. I would have joined them. See, you're going to sue right. the Chevrolet dealer that put him on, the Ford dealer that put him on, the Dodge dealer that put him on. Why? Because now you can get to him. They're going to say, well, what do you want me to do? Well, I'll take a new truck because you smashed mine and I don't have any brakes. See, now well, that, that would be a that great That would be okay. a great and valid argument if yes. if they weren't domestic. But, but they are domestic, so you can sue them. But these people claim that they're outside our jurisdiction, which they naturally are because the federal government is not part of the 50 states of the Union. So they okay. can claim... You know, a sovereign immunity. Okay, then, then, then you know what you do? Leave them with your money. Just keep paying them. Don't care. Well, right? that's that's not that's not the question. The question that is, is why? Question. Why? How, how can why you get around the sovereign them? immunity? Okay. Again, how? Okay. How do they? How do they do it if they don't have jurisdiction? It isn't about sovereign immunity. 
See, it's about jurisdiction. You went to the court of proper jurisdiction, which is the U.S. tax court. The U.S. tax court told you they didn't have jurisdiction because the IRS told them. If they say, well, we're going to do sovereign immunity, then take it to the United States District Court for contempt of court. Here's what they're doing, okay? Here's what they're doing. They're telling you they don't have jurisdiction, and then they pick you up. The, the uh, CID picks you up and takes you in front of a judge, and you say, do you have jurisdiction? He says, this court don't give, we don't give legal advice. You're going to jail for 12 years. Now, isn't there a contradiction there? Yeah. Hey. Well, that, that makes better sense. But but I, See, I think I understand I, what you're saying. You're taking you're taking it to their jurisdiction to to sue them. Okay. Now let me ask you a question because of that question. Yes, that's correct. But here's my question: Are you a taxpayer? It depends on what type of taxes you're talking about. Okay. Uh, taxes. Are you okay, okay. income taxes? Uh, well, uh, no. Okay, let me do, let me reword it. Tell me what an income tax is. What is an income tax? Uh, wow, that's a that's a great question. Um, wh- what do you define e? income tax as? Uh, I, whoa, stop right there. I don't define anything. Let's see what the what does the law say it is. See. You don't even right. know, do you? What does the law say it is? Yeah. Oh. Well, from my understanding, my reading, it's it's any time you're participating in any kind of taxable activity that has a connection with the United States government or firearms, tobacco, and alcohol, ammunition, explosive, and I don't have anything to do with any of that. Okay, let me ask you a question. Would it be, would it be uh, something... Uh, let's say you work for the federal government. Would that be taxable? Yes, it would be. Okay. Do you do when you get paid? Do you get a check or do you get cash? They give you. A, I guess they give you a check. At least my dad got okay. checks. I don't know. What do you you take your check and deposit it into the bank? Do you get federal Federal Reserve notes? Yes. Then that's federal income. You work for the federal government. Oh, interesting. No, I'm just telling you. See, so you, I use what you said. That's the problem. You don't know what federal income is. If you would, are you in front of a computer? No, no. You know, Carrie, I work on Thursday nights. <laughs> okay. Let get get a pencil and piece of paper. I'll tell you in the law where the law says income is. Federal income. All right, hold is. on. I, I can't. Okay. I can grab a pen right here. All right. Shoot. All right, Title 31, that's money and finance. That's the Treasury. Title 31, I'm sorry, yeah, Section 321, little d, as in dog, the number two, says for the definition of federal income. It tells you right there. Oh, yeah, you're talking about the one that says um, it's uh, gifts and... uh, um What's the other one? Gifts and yeah, bequeath. So, do you get paid with gifts or bequests? No, sir. I do not. I remember that. That's why you don't have. That's why you don't. They don't have jurisdiction. 
What you know what? See, that's that, funny you brought that up because that was that was my question. I was going to ask you what that was. So it's section it's uh, Title Thirty One, Section What now? Three two one. D okay. as in dog. The number two. Now let me ask you a question. If Michigan sends you a property tax bill for the address you're in, what are you going to do? Send it back. You're not. In, I'm not in the jurisdiction. See, same thing. They're telling you if you don't file a 1040 form, well, I can't because if I sign it, it's a contract. It ain't a contract because they don't sign it too. See? Yes. Yes, I do see. If, okay, so what is a 1040 form? Tell me what it is. Uh, you know, I just read this. It's a gift it's or a, a bequest uh, form. It's a gift right. or a bequest form. All right. It's a, it's a tax. Isn't it considered a tax uh, uh, title, uh, what is it, a tax two form or something like that? It don't matter what they say. The question is, do you make income? Do you no, make sir. gifts or bequests? No, I don't no, have nothing to put on there. Title Line 22 of the 1040 form says total income. Go to the book and look it up and see what it's defined as. Right, right. It's not in the book. Why? Because they can't define it as gifts or bequests, then nobody would fill it out. <laughs> see? Just because you yeah. don't know, it ain't my fault. Well, let me, you know, that brings up, that brings up a great question. So when they send you out this form that says, you know, where is your tax return, why couldn't a letter go back to them and say, well, I don't make any Title 31, Section 321, D2. Thank you for, thank you you for your inquiry. Why why didn't you do it? Because I didn't know it. Okay, then that's not my problem either. Now, how how about this? How about a W-4? I hear this all the time. Well, the W-4 is what does it. The W-4, yeah, not a contract. Me? Yeah. But the W-4 yeah. says on the top half, number of dependents, four. Then on the bottom it says number of allowances from uh, H above. That's a dependent. Down on the bottom it says uh, um, uh, uh, allowances. Now I'm going to ask right. you a question. Is a dependent and an allowance the same thing? Absolutely not. Well, that's what it says on the form. <laughs> so when I was being indicted, I asked the IRS. I said, it says here, dependents, five. Down here it says allowances from five above. Is an allowance and a, de- and a, de- a dependent the same thing? The IRS agent said, yes. I said, then I'm pissed. I'm pissed at my father. When I was a kid, I, for a 10 cents allowance, he never gave me a boy or a girl. Never. <laughs> Wait a minute. He said it was the same thing. Couldn't he at least give me a kid once? <laughs> but he didn't. Good he stuff, gave me man. a dime. See? Yeah. An allowance right. is just that. Look it up in Black's Law Dictionary. See? Do you, are mm-hmm. you married and have any children? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Have you ever given them an allowance? Yes, I have. So then you cheated them. Did you give them a boy or a girl? Uh, well, they got their own boy and girl later on. So. <laughs> See? I didn't give them you any. Cheated your, yeah. You cheated your children. Or, Good stuff, man. Or the allowance certificate isn't what it says it is. See? On the 1040, it says number of dependents. 
then they give you a W-4 that says allowances. I don't care what it says. I'm going to put exempt. Why? I don't get an allowance at work. I get a paycheck. So look up the words. That way you'll know what they're telling you. If you went to court and the judge started talking to you in Mandarin, what would you say? Well, it depends on what he says because I can speak some Chinese. Do you speak Mandarin? Ni hao ma. Hung hao. A bit. Okay. So how about Spanish? Start speaking Spanish then. Si. Hablo español. Okay. Try French. I don't speak French. How about that one? Okay. The point that I'm making is you don't speak legalese either. Yeah, exactly. See? So what they're doing is... They're, they're, you hear it in English, but it, but they've changed the meaning of words. Right. The first time I got indicted, I took a definition. I called it my glossary page. I took a definitions page. I handed it to the judge, and I handed it to the uh, to the CID agent, and I handed it to the CID agent's attorney. And she looked at that and said, "What is it?" I said, "That's the definition of the words we're going to be using today." She threw it out of terms. Said, we're not using that. I said, "Okay, no problem." See, now, now they got a problem because when they ask me a question, I don't know what they're asking. So I'm going to answer it the only way I know. What's your first name? 1965. Really? Yes, Chevrolet. Fastest car in the county. What are you saying? I thought you said, what was your first car? Because names defined on the paper. I don't know what it is. You're not using that. You haven't defined it. So from that moment on, every time they ask me a question, I made them define every word in the sentence so that I could answer it properly. See? Right. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you have any phalanges at your house? Phalanges? Yeah. I'm sure I do, but I wouldn't. Okay, I couldn't how, tell you where they're at. How many? <laughs> how many? Don't know. Nathan, you're going to pay a tax on it. First of all, do you know what a phalange is? I, I thought it was some kind of a, a gasket, but I could be wrong. No, sir. It's fingers. It's fingers and toes. Those are oh, called phalanges. Oh, See? okay. You didn't know, so you're answering it about oh. gaskets. You know I, we call those That's appendages, but okay. To us. <laughs> right. Look it up and okay. Go online and look it up. Phalanges. It'll say fingers and toes. I See, the problem is, I'm asking you a question, and you're agreeing to it. You're telling me yes. You want to ask you how many? I ain't got a choice. Put that man in jail. He just lied on his 1040 form. Right. Okay. So let me, this is probably a, a question that comes up in a lot of people's mind. How do you come to this mindset where you are able to um, do this critical thinking? I know you don't think it's critical thinking, but it actually is because you're breaking everything down to the simplest, you know, element. I mean, how did okay. you come about this way of thinking? Because, Okay. Because that's just, I'm dyslexic, and that's just the way I am. People say it's a handicap. I've used it as an advantage. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question, okay? If you were to divorce your wife, and you dated somebody, and you put your hand under her blouse, and she said, no, tell me what I just told you. Not now. That's right. See, not right now. Because if she says no, means no, if you marry her, then you have to go next door. Why? Because you want some action, you got to go next door. To me, that makes perfect sense. Okay? Right. 
Okay, jurisdiction is authority. How do they get the authority? Well, I'm going to trick you. See, you said you were married, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I went to a garage sale, and I bought your marriage license. I paid $400 for it. Who is your wife now married to? Me. No, I got the marriage license. Sorry, bud. Well, that's just a piece of paper. I don't care. I own the... I have the marriage license. She's married to me. (laughs) She is? Well, does she know it? (laughs) (laughs) See? You see? You understand it now because it's personal. Mm -hmm. See? When I go to court, I can express what they say. They can ask anything they want, but I have a right to defend. So whenever they ask me a question and I can't answer it to my advantage, I ask, well, hmm. Do you have jurisdiction to ask that question? They say yes. Then prove it. We don't have to prove it. I object. I'm going right. to still because they asked a question. They couldn't prove jurisdiction. Okay? Can you prove you're married? Absolutely. Okay. Now, I don't care about that. Prove you're not married. I, I can't do that one. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's why they don't answer you. They say they, they, can, they, say they are. They have it. But they can't prove it. Why? You can't prove you're not married. You can prove you're married because you are. If right. they have jurisdiction, they can prove it. Absolutely. Now, well, you know, the okay, other no. thing, too, here's, here's something, here's a thought that I've got, and maybe maybe it's wrong or right. But if they absolutely, uh, with all these notices of deficiencies and notices of determination, if they had them and they could push the issue, why wouldn't they? Why would they want to dismiss? Why wouldn't they prosecute? Because... Here's my question. If you have a lien, a $100,000 lien, who makes it valuable? I do. That's right. You're exactly right. It is my property. They monetize. Now, wait a minute. If you have a notice of lien, who makes it valuable? Uh, My understanding, Gary, is that notices of lien are not liens. That's not what I asked you. Okay, then they're grapes. If you have a notice of grapes, who makes it legal or who makes it valuable? I'm the IRS does, I guess. Nobody. It's a right. worthless piece of paper. But they're monetizing it. They're breaking the law. That's the right. counterfeit security. I have four stocks. I'm going to sell eight. Guess what I just sold? Counterfeit yeah. security. Well, how much right, how much is a counterfeit security worth? Zero. Nope. Twenty five to life. Oh, okay. Ask Bernie yeah. Madoff. Bernie there right. you see? I don't I right. don't get into an argument with him. Well, I'm a sovereign man. I'm a living, breathing soul. I'm here by special appearance. I don't care. I'm just here. Why? I don't know why. You invited me. So I'm here. See? Now they're gonna ask you a question. How do you, okay, you go to court and they ask you, how do you plead? What's your answer? Innocent until proven guilty. See? Well, we don't have that. <laughs> we don't, we don't have that plea. Well, so is it the same? Huh? Uh, is, is, it, is it the same? See? Now you're getting it. See? In other words, if it's the same, then why am I here? See, the point that I'm making to you is you told me you're, you were married. 
you have a marriage license. I bought that marriage license. Why isn't your wife why isn't your wife married to me? <laughs> so the yeah, question I, I, I get it. I get it. Because a piece of paper right. doesn't mean anything. That's exactly right. You don't have a lien, you have a notice of lien. They step up and take your house. They step up and take your retirement. You work for forty years, you're now in your sixties, you can't start over. They took your entire your entire life they took from you with a notice of lien. So we go to the tax court. I never received a notice of deficiency and I never received a notice of determination. They agree. If they say, well, we gave him one, then I'm going to say, I want to see it. They're going to show it to me. It's not signed. Guess what? Or it's not signed proper. I send you a check for $10,000 and I sign it. Uh, Mickey, Mouse, and Minnie Mouse. And I mail it to you. What value does that check have? No, um, none, I guess. It has $10,000 in value. It says it right on the check. Okay, well then, if if I was Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse, I guess it would be valuable to nope. me. But nothing to, I, It's valuable to me. See the problem? You, you, we're not seeing it. So the question is, did you ever receive a notice of deficiency? I'm holding it in my hand. I told them that. They said, well, he's right. We never gave him one. I'm holding it in my hand. What did they say? You get a notice of deficiency, a notice of determination, a notice of lien. Perfect fit. But notice, notice, notice means zero. It's like getting a check not signed. Okay? So what they're doing is they're making you believe you received what you didn't get so they can take your money. Then they pick well, up you the phone and call the bank and tell the bank. And I, I agree with you. I agree with you on that point, but they're making everybody else and everybody else curtsies to their to their their notices. You know, the, the uh, No, they're not. They're not either. Uh, so, when somebody's check gets levied when somebody's check gets that. levied okay, go ahead. Let me go back. I have okay. your marriage license. I convince you to give me your wife. Whose fault is that? Mine. Nope, it's mine because I presented you with the piece of paper. That's exactly right. I gave you a piece of paper, and I was in a position that I was in a position to, to, to do something, take your house, shoot your child, beat you up, so you released your wife to me. That ain't my fault. That's yours. That's what they're doing. Right. You I mean, a, I know they're bringing you a marriage license that they bought at a garage sale, and you're bending over and giving them your life savings. All I'm doing is I'm going to the tax court, and if you read my notice, if you read the the the, the what the tax court is saying, the tax court does not say the IRS does not have jurisdiction. That does not happen. The IRS commissioner says they don't have jurisdiction. The, the IRS's attorney says they don't have jurisdiction. So the court says, we agree with both of them. They don't have jurisdiction. That's why this is a tool you can use. See, I'm not saying it. Right. I'm just telling them I don't get, never received one. The IRS is telling me they didn't give me one. Why? Well, my, my, my initial question, and I'll let, I'll, I'm sure other people want to ask questions, my initial one was, the sovereign immunity 
and now I get it because we're in their jurisdiction. We take it to their jurisdiction, and and that's how we, that's how that's, that's why right. they can't claim sovereign immunity. So that's correct. Understood. Okay, well, Carrie, we got you, somebody man. else that has a question. Go right ahead and ask. It. All right, Orange County in California. Go ahead. Okay, Carrie, I wanted to ask you about. <laughs> you make it sound so easy to get the names from these agents uh, when you're, you know, at the county or, you know, wherever you are. They hide behind two-inch thick bulletproof glass. That's right. And, and they will never give you their full names. That's okay. So, or if, if you call, you cannot get them. And they're really good at it. I went to... Yes. A, a I'm just clerk, better. I'm just better. Office. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> I went to a clerk's office at a, court, a family court, and I asked for the name of the clerk of clerk of court, and they said, "What do you mean, clerk of court? You mean our? You know?" I said, "Can I speak to your head clerk?" They said, "You mean our supervisor?" I said, "No, your head clerk." You mean our manager? No, your head clerk. Well, we just work for Court Services, Inc. Well, wait a minute. You're stamping my paperwork as a deputy clerk. Right. So yeah. here's, what I, here's what I would do. I want to see the county attorney. Okay. Well, we don't, ha- we don't have one. Oh, okay. See? Then, then uh, Bet- Mary Lou at the front desk said they don't, have a co- they don't have a county attorney, yet the county attorney gave me a lien. I'm suing the mayor. I'm going to go to the mayor, and the reason I'm going to sue the mayor because he's got somebody that they don't have somebody that they got to have. See, they work for us. I'm going to ask for the county attorney. When I get the county attorney's name, I'm going to send him a letter personally. Now, again, I do it different than anybody else, I guess. I made up a form. Form is a model or a skeleton to be used. I send it to the county attorney. Matthew Mark, whatever his name is, I send it to him and I send it certified. That way I know somebody got it saying they were Matthew Mark. See? Okay. He yeah. now got a document. He's got a form, a model or a skeleton to be used in a court of law so I can take his job and put him out on the street. And okay. He worked I up the ladder. That way it doesn't matter. I don't know how else to do it. I asked her what her name was, and she said she's not going to tell me. Or they're going to say, Miss Brown. See? Okay. No problem. Right. See, the county has an attorney. Go straight to him. After you put him on notice and he don't answer you, no problem. I do a fault, then a default, then I go straight to the mayor. Dear mayor, <laughs> we elected you. You better, you better come right. Or I'll go to the state's attorney general. Hey, I got a guy down here that's taking my house and he's playing games. I can't get his name. He's hiding behind a six-inch bulletproof glass and won't answer my question. See, I'm going to go to the to the uh, uh, state. What is he? The state um, uh, attorney general. What's the next guy up? The state's uh, secretary. Of state. Secretary. Of state. Huh? Yeah, go secretary there. Uh, see, go there. Uh, go to the um, um, uh, what is the guy that runs the state? Governor. The governor. Uh, go to the governor. governor. Write a letter to the governor. See? Okay. That's the problem. Um, 
when I go off, everybody gets greased. Okay. Got it. Okay? I'm not telling you how to do anything. I'm not an attorney, and I don't give legal advice. I'm telling you what I do. Okay. okay? When I send out a letter, um, I can't afford the ink because I write that. It don't matter. The envelopes, I don't care. They're cheap. So I buy them by the hundreds. See? They're taking uh, my retirement. They're taking my life. My, my I have a pension that's $3,000 a month. They took my pension. They're going to take $3,000 a month. If I live another 30 years, we're on that number. How many millions is that? That's what they're taking from me. For what? Because the IRS... They're taking, they're taking the lives with what they're doing. That's exactly... There you go. See? I had, a, I had an IRS agent show up at my door, knocked at the door. I opened it up and said, hey, what's going on? Well, I'm the IRS agent so-and-so. I said, great. Do you have a gun in your pocket? I do. Leave it in the car. I can't. Leave it in the car. I can't. Okay, well, come in and sit down. They sat at my table. I walked in the back room, got my assault rifle, and I laid it on the table. What are you doing? Well, the government says guns kill people. You told me you're bringing in a known killer into my house. That's a trained rifle. I took it and spent $3,000 at the gun training school. When your known killer goes off, he will seek it and he will take care of me. Now, that makes no sense, does it? But that's what they're saying. So, you want to be absurd? I'm the most absurd individual on the planet. When, if I have to. Uh-huh. They're coming into my house with a known killer because the government said guns kill people. She admitted or he admitted, I have a gun. They're a known killer. And you brought it into my house, and I asked you to leave it in the car, and you said you couldn't. No problem. See? In case that your known killer starts shooting, we're both going to take something. So two minutes later, they said, well, I just can't, I can't ask any questions looking at that. I don't care. You asked to come in my house, and you brought a known killer. Do what you're going to do. See? Mm. See? It makes sense to me. So... They left. I put my salt rifle up and kicked my feet up and turned my TV and I watched the movie, finished the movie. <laughs> See, well, I, I've made several attempts trying to get names, whether it's county recorders, whether it's in court, it's agencies, all of them are highly trained and told do not give your name or just give a fake name or just give a first name or something. That's, you can't there you go. It. So. Go, go to the county attorney. His name is listed. Set an appointment. Hey, I need to talk to the county attorney. Well, we don't really do that. Okay, Friday at 10 o'clock, I'll be here. If he's not here, okay, then he gets a letter from me saying, you had an appointment with me. I talked to uh, the front person with the two, two teeth missing because they were too stupid to give me their name. I don't know who they are. You see, then I he's under notice. He's on notice now. See? I just I just sidestep it, and I, it, to me, this makes sense. Why would you do it any other way? See? I've noticed other judges all the way up to the county presiding judges uh, of stuff going on in their court, you know, certify all of it. They never answered. They never answered. That's okay. Do, do you have a state attorney general? I didn't know what to do next. But that's a great idea. See? Hey, dear state's attorney general, you're the you're the chief, you're the top dog. 
on the lease. I got a lease that's loose. I need to know. I can't get a hold of him. He refuses to answer my question. So I'm going to ask you. See? If he doesn't well, answer me, I'm going to go to the governor. And this is the point. The most governor people, or who, most who, someone's going to give me the name. Say that again. I'm sorry. Go, most people don't want to go that far. Or they don't know what to do next because they just exhaust you. You just got to go on and on and on because of all the the fraud. Yes, and, um, that's right. Yeah, and you have to be willing to, to take it that far. Okay. Are you married? No. Okay. If you were married, how far would you go to keep that marriage intact? <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. Right, so, so your husband gets old. Your husband gets old. So you're gonna say, you know what? You're an old man. You gonna throw him out in the street? No. I'm not. I'm not telling you you will. I'm not saying that. See, I'm committed to what I do. See. Yes. I just don't think yes. like everybody else, but that's okay too. <laughs> we love to hear your stories, Terry. Yeah. Well, I'm, right. I'm not trying to tell you stories. I'm trying and, to and, and I, you. I thank I thank you, Tad, for the for the carry fix every Thursday. It's really nice. Sure. Okay, so um I think that's gonna do it for tonight, Carrie. We're we're done. All right. No more questions and uh, hopefully we'll get this talk shoe thing resolved by next week. All right. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, thank you. Good night. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.